Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Young and Blue What's Poppin' Podcast, a Thursday edition. Welcome. Yeah, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to get to know each other a little bit more and just ask some random questions. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. Sure. You don't know that song? (laughs) Yes. Okay, then. Take it easy. (laughs) All right. You kick it off. All right. Um, where's the last place you've been where you felt completely out of place? They did, my friends at BG's, they did a benefit for me mm-hmm. for my cancer. And I love them for doing it. Yeah. I begged them not to do it. Sure. Um, because I don't feel like I deserved it. Okay. But just being there, it was like... I. I there's so much love in the room and everything, but I just felt like way out of place. Like I, I didn't deserve with these, with the effort that these people were putting yeah. in for me. So I, and, and which is really completely sideways thinking, mm-hmm. but yeah. How about you? Um, <clears throat> I think it was when I started getting back into the gym. Cause oh. I used to be a gym rat. I mean, I went to like three different gyms. I was cut up. I was in really great shape. The last time I was in the gym, and then I had Miko, and then I let myself go for the past two years, just trying to keep up with the kids and not eating well and not taking care of myself. So when I first stepped back into the gym, I felt so out of place. I felt awkward, even though I've been in the gym since I was nine years old. Mm. I didn't. I felt like I was starting all over, and it was really awkward, and I hated it. Gotcha. All yeah. right. Uh, what's the embarrassing story that your parents used to tell others about you? They think my mom thinks it's embarrassing. I think it's adorable. My mom used to nurse, like breastfeed my sister when she was a baby. Yeah. And we're three, depending on what month it is, three to four years apart, four years apart. And so I was four years old. So I would go grab my cabbage patch and sit next to my mom, lift up my shirt and slam that cabbage patch's head (laughs) against my, my chest, and I would breastfeed my cabbage patch. I would nurse my cabbage patch. And she thinks it's so embarrassing telling all my friends. I go, hey, that's, a, that's adorable. That's sweet, actually. Yeah. Um, for me, I was four or five, and this was in California. It was Paramount's Great America back in the day when it was all the Looney Tune characters. Mm-hmm. And they used to have a, they used to do three shows a day inside their Great America amphitheater. Sure. That was hosted by. One Bugs Bunny. Uh-huh. And he'd kick off the show by saying, I'm going to take you on a magical journey <laughs> as we go way back in time, blah, blah, blah. And I was not having that. Mm. I'm not trying to leave. Right. So I stood up at the top of my lungs and I just yell, I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't want to go. And my mom's Aww. sitting there. She's laughing. But she puts her head in her hands like this, and she's like, oh, You're interrupting the show. Sit down. Yeah, so finally, finally, she had to to get me and take me out going, we're not really going anywhere. (laughs) He means they're just going to, it's a presentation. Don't don't worry about it. I'm like, well, I don't want to go. Oh, poor pal. But I did want a corn dog. Mm. Uh, Next. If you inherited or won a million dollars, what's the very first thing you would do with the money? Selfishly speaking, I'm paying off my house. Sure. Paying off my house, and then I'm going to cut a check to St. Jude, and then I'm going to bank the rest. Boring, well, but... No, that's what you would do. But practical. Yeah. Um, I would buy our country home. 
Yeah. And fill it with the because we don't have a lot of furniture, <laughs> enough furniture to fill a country home. I'd buy the country home. Hit up Sherman's. It, <laughs> hit up Sherman's. <laughs> fill it up. <laughs> Pay off our cars. Yes. And then put the rest in a college fund for the boys. Nice. Yeah. See, that's practical. That's yeah. smart. Yeah. And you'll have your forever home. Yes. Uh, if you were in a witness protection program, what would be your new name and where would you go? Maria Conchita Festiva. Oh, boy. And I would live <laughs> in SoCal. Oh, Okay. Uh, yep. Easy to get lost in SoCal. I love it there, though. I it's it's so pretty. Yeah. yeah. Well, my uncle uh, Tim, who's a studio musician, he had a house in Malibu. Okay. Which is where I got to stay for a while. So San Clemente is where specifically I would oh, go. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is very specific. Mm-hmm. Don't let that get around to the people who are after you, though. I know. Uh, I would be Jason Bourne, and I'd go to Colorado. <laughs> Because you don't want to mess with anybody named Jason Jason sure, Bourne. Sure. I, all the all the cool guys have the initials JB. Mm-hmm. Jack Bauer. Yeah. James Bond. Jason Bourne. So. Justin Boransky. <laughs> What's your favorite smell? I have this perfume that I got as a gift. It was like in a travel set, but it reminds me of my mom. Aw. And so that's probably my favorite. I also wear it every now and then, but I don't want to wear it too much because I want to save it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. As far as parfums or mm. calognes uh-huh. go, uh, I'm a big fan of cool water mm-hmm. and curve. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if it's just a smell that I just, it automatically just takes me back to my childhood, fresh baked chocolate chip cookies. Oh, yeah. I love that smell. Yeah. Um, what's the worst job you've ever had? I don't even have to think about it. Overnight, overnight clerk at Seven Eleven. Oh, really? Because I would think that you would you would have some pretty interesting customers. That was part of the problem. Oh, because he'd come in and be hammered. Oh, sure. And at the time, I wasn't old enough to sell them alcohol, so they not uh, they weren't real yeah real friendly to me. Got it. And I had more cleanups on aisle four than I care to talk about. Ew. Yep. Mine, um, I don't know if you, did you guys have a Thompson's food basket? No. That was a Midwest. It's a grocery store that used to be in Campus Town. Okay. There was one up on University 2 by Pioneer Parkway. I was, I would go in in the morning when it was still dark and I was a cashier mm. and I wouldn't be done until at night when it was dark. Because when I was younger, I paid for my car. Oh, so my, um, I paid for my car when I was in, still in high school and my insurance. I paid for everything on my own. So I have to work. And so during the summer, I would work a lot to make sure I could pay for it. And Thompson's, I would be on my feet eight hours a day at 17 years old as yeah. a cashier. But you learned, you learned the ethic of hard work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's the weirdest dream you ever had? Oh, this is a good one. I have very vivid. I'm a lucid dreamer, they say. So I'm. You're very aware. Yes. Of what's happening in your dreams. In my dream, my I have a friend who says I should keep a journal of all of them because they could be movies. So we were being chased after by the mob, my family, and they finally caught up to us. And we had done them wrong. I don't remember why. And they had a rocket that could go into space. And they put one of my family members strapped them to the rocket and strapped a cell phone to their head. 
and then shot it off and gave us the other cell phone and made us listen to that our family members scream as he left the atmosphere. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> but the reception was probably good. The closer you got to the satellite. <laughs> yeah, we could hear it real well. <laughs> <laughs> Mine actually, um, boy, I've been alive a long time. Um, I, and I can recall some, some pretty weird dreams. Yesterday was really weird. I, you know, I wasn't feeling all that great. Mm-hmm. So I went home, put on a couple blankets, kicked back on my, on my recliner and for whatever reason, I was at this gathering at a house with a bunch of people I didn't know, which is weird because I could, I could, I remember their faces, mm-hmm. but I don't remember them. Okay. And there was just bugs and insects everywhere. Ew. They're crawling on me. They're like leeches, and that's got to mean something. It's got to mean something. Yeah. I'll I don't know. I don't know what. So yeah, that was that was yesterday the bug dream. I don't like it. I don't want it anymore. I have lots of dreams where my teeth are falling out and I can feel it and it's painful. I know what that means. That means you're you, that's a fear of getting older. That's a, actually a stress dream. Mm. Yeah, if you look up teeth falling out, it's a, it's stress. Well, I've read that it was your that's a fear of getting older. Oh, well, I read it was Well, can, why can't it be both? <laughs> it could probably be both. Cuz you can stress about getting older. Yeah, I'm not too stressed about that though. All right. Um, who was your celeb- first celebrity crush? Oh, that's easy. Lindsay Wagner, the bionic woman. I don't know who that is. You've heard of Steve Austin, the $6 million man? Sure. So she was a spinoff of the uh, $6 million man, except she's, it was Lindsay Wagner. And she, I, I was convinced that I was either going to marry her uh-huh. or I was going to marry Linda Carter oh, of Wonder Woman. Wonder, yes. So yeah. th- those were my first celebrity crushes. Okay. Um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Mm, home improvement. Yep. Simba. I was obsessed. Mm. Might still be. <laughs> <laughs> What's something you always wanted to do as a child but never got to do it? Dig up bones. Dinosaur bones. <laughs> I have an affinity for bones. I've actually tempted before COVID was looking into possibly getting a forensic pathologist degree and going back to school and taking online courses. Mm. To do that, I bones fascinate me. I wanted when I was a kid, I wanted to dig up dinosaur bones so badly and learn history, and then it kind of shot off to uh, being like like bones on TV. Actually, kind of like that, just study bones and find out the history and figure out what happened. But you would so you'd like dealing with dead bodies yeah. and stuff. Yep, I think that would be so interesting. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what I wanted to do as a kid, but never got to do it. Um. My mom pretty much indulged me if there was something that she could make possible. Cool. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Um, what's the worst thing you did as a kid, and what was your punishment? <laughs> I told you the story earlier. It's, again, I've been fascinated by the dead since I was little. Yeah. So, and it was first grade, so probably, what, seven years old? Is that first grade? Seven. We were on the playground, and I knew it was going to rain that night. And so I got a stick and a piece of paper, and I wrote on the paper, somebody died here. <laughs> and I put it on the stick and put it, our playground backed up to a cornfield. Yeah. So I put it on the edge of the cornfield. And then I was like, ah! And I ran inside, and that night I couldn't sleep. And my mom was like, what's going on? Why aren't you sleeping? I go, I put a sign by the cornfield at school that said somebody died here. And she was like, what's wrong with you? That is the weirdest thing. Why would you do that? And so then I was like, you have to take me there now. You have to take me there now and get it. Somebody's going to think someone died there. And she goes, 
it's it was probably a crayon. So she's like, nobody's going to think somebody died there. Right. <laughs> yeah. We caught a case, Bill. Let's get to the playground. You're so you're so cute. <laughs> that so, you were home worried about it. I was so scared. You're, I was crying. Your little seven year old mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Felt so bad. Uh, well, I lit my fence on fire when I was a kid, and I received a major ass whooping. <laughs> like, why would you do that? I don't know. <laughs> I still don't know. Well, so it was a wooden fence. It was a wooden fence, okay. and it only charred like the bottom part of it. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I got my ass handed to me from my mom. Uh, I was also charged with then sanding the fence oh. and then repainting it. Oh man! Which well deserved. Did you painted the fence, so did you become Karate Kid afterwards? Uh, no, because I never got to stay on the floor. Oh, no. And I didn't wax on, wax off. My mom didn't trust me to wax on, wax off, because she had Corvettes. Smart. And stuff like that. She's like, uh, I'll take it to the dealership and let the pros do it. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's not going to hurt my feelings. Probably smart. Uh, okay, and then finally, what's your major goals in life? If I... My dream job, and I love being in radio, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't leave it, but my, my dream job was to always be an animated voice actor. Me too. Mm-hmm. And I actually got a chance to audition for The Simpsons when the cast went on strike. Really? And it got, it got to the point to where I sent a tape and I flew to L.A. twice to read. And they just... And, and, then, the- and then they settled the strike. Oh, man. But they're like, yeah, you get 15000 an episode... Whether you're in, whether you're five voices or you're none, Ugh. but it, I mean, that was my that was my dream job. But that wasn't the question. My goals in life, basically, I want to have, I want our show uh-huh. to be heritage. Yeah. I want I want people in 25 years to be talking about how much they love the wolf and how much they love our show. That's my goal. That would be cool. Yeah, mine's a little bit more selfish. <laughs> my goals are for my kids to look back and be like, man, we had a good childhood. Well, so far, so good. The stuff that you do for them? Yeah. That's going to make me... I don't know why I'm getting emotional. Because That's you love like your kids. That's like the biggest thing I want in life is for them to be able to go, man, we did it. Yeah. It was It was a good... It was a good... Because I think my childhood was kind of shitty. Yeah. No, so, I hear you. Um, yeah. It would be awesome if they grew up and they were like, we had the best parents. Yeah. Well, they do. So. Well, I just want them to, yeah. Sometimes you get hard on them, and then well, you have to. You get tired, and you're cranky, and so but, I just want them to grow up to never like remember the cranky parts, but remember the good parts instead. Well, all the pictures you take and the video and everything else. I mean, they're gonna. The, you're living also vicariously through them, so for sure, you're definitely um, giving them uh, childhoods to remember. That's Becoming... why we got the grave digger because I wanted one. When I... <laughs> Which is awesome, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And they have a slide in the house because I wanted a slide in our house. <laughs> they won't get the Barbie Dream House. I get it. I wanted the Barbie Dream House. We probably won't be able to get them that, but that's fine. And I always love cooking. I wanted the Easy Bake Oven, but I was like, if my Did friends you? come, if my friends come over and they see an Easy Bake Oven, they're never gonna they're gonna give me crap for it forever. That's so cute. <laughs> got, that's good to know. I wanted to, you know, wanted to make some little cakes and. <laughs> No way! <laughs> when I was, I loved to cook when I was a kid. I, I love that. Anytime my mom was cooking, I'd always run in there like, "What can I do? Oh. Let me be your sous chef. You need something cut? What do you What, what do you want me to do? An so. easy bake oven, and you never <laughs> got it because you thought you're you could have hit it. No, nah, that's I didn't even have the stones to ask my mom for it. Aww. She would have got one for me too. Yeah, she would. But then she'd have been like, "Just don't set the house on fire." Like, like, like the I fence. guarantee nothing. You can't cook next to the fence. <laughs> 
Don't cook outside next to the fence. Yeah, you, you already set the flame. <laughs> go ahead and frame broil, flame broil, whatever you're going to have there. So, yeah, so this was cool. That's fun. You learned yeah. a lot. Yeah, I would love for our show to expand across the country, though. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Get that Cindy, get that syndication going. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, thanks a lot for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully, you learned a little something about each of us. It's Young and Blue What's Poppin' podcast, and we will talk to you next time.